And welcome to another episode of Swimming with the Fish. I am Crutch, and we are broadcasting on a Thursday because Mondays were fun. Well, Tuesday and Wednesday was fun, too. Well, it's fun for me. How about you guys? Chief, how are you? I have started a jihad against the wasps in my area because I was walking towards the wife on the balcony and I was stung multiple times in my head and apparently they they got some good spots because they stung me on my neck and yet my head was hurting and I couldn't tell and then Uh bumps started arising everywhere and uh I, well, I don't, I don't know. I, all I know is that it hurts, and it's currently still sore, and I was like, I don't have superpowers. It definitely wasn't worth it. So now now they will all die. I saw a video today. I got to go find it. But you, I, immediately, the moment you mentioned your wasps are jihad, I, I, I thought of you. It looks like a forty five caliber revolver, but it is loaded with salt, and it has a laser sight. And you go pew pew, and basically you blow up insects with this thing. A bean child has one of these. They're wonderful. A excellent goon. Speaking of goon child, that would be uh, the the child of goon, because you know that's how the name works. How are you, goon? I'm doing just fine. How about yourself? Welcome back from far uh, northwest Maryland. Thank you. Thank you. It was uh, wonderful out there. Very quiet. Yeah, it was. Uh, so, it was tranquil even. <laughs> I I I made a comment, and I was rebuffed, and and I don't know what to do about this. I'm sorry. Uh, what what comment? Someone someone was impersonating the goon. And oh, so that's I, right. I saw the typing, and I'm like, goon never speaks about himself in the third person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I I. I told said person who was impersonating Goon that they were committing a felony, and they'll I no, not. <laughs> I, like, I, I practically a capital offense. I did not. I did not realize that that was even happening since I was uh, driving the said person's vehicle at the time. Yeah. Oh, no, you weren't. You were watching Lord of the Rings. Were we? That's what that's what said person said. That's what the but... the fake Goon said. The faux Goon. Fogun? Fogun. Why don't we just, on good order? Why don't we just call that person Mini Goon? <laughs> Goonlet. Yeah. So I, I don't know. We look. could just I'm sorry. <laughs> we could say Goonchild. Hey, there's a good name. Yeah, that works. I didn't know what the proper procedure was. I didn't know she was doing that. Because exactly. I was down if you hunt some down, yeah. <laughs> I was I was trying to teach you the difference between Arwen and Eowyn, Saruman and Sauron. I always wondered about that. Did Tolkien was he just lazy, or did he do that on purpose to mess with us? I think he did it to mess with us. But okay, so so here's the question, right? This is this is sort of a ginger Marianne question. Arwen, Arwen or Eowyn? Eowyn. Eowyn, yeah. Yeah, is this a question? That's not even a question. That's not even a question. That's not even a hard question. <laughs> I've seen I've seen Arwen's dad. <laughs> Take Arwen's dad with a dress, and that's what Arwen's going to look like when she gets older. Holy cow. I, 
Goonshaw did not believe me that uh, um, that I was her her dad. Really, you can't see it in the face. Oh, I can see it. Yeah, it's the it's the lips, man. Yeah, oof, blur. Uh, folks, for for those of you who are not familiar, because you probably we probably lost like you know several of our of, our, of the audience, yeah. pretty much. Uh, these are characters from Lord of the Rings, and uh, Arwen was played by um, what is her name? Lib. Lib Tyler. Tyler. Okay. Lib. L I V, like Lib, like Victor, right. like Livia, right? Um, yeah. So uh, that's no. Live like liver. Live like liver? That's not nice. Not that she looks like that. I, I just try to help you out, brother. Yeah. Right. Well, anyway, Liv Tyler is the daughter of Steven Tyler, who is the lead singer from Aerosmith. And if you put them yeah, side by this... side, and there's there's a great picture, you know, side by side here. I'll find a good picture. There we go. There's, oh, that's an excellent picture. You can see the father-daughter resemblance, although she does look strikingly like her mother. I've seen her pictures of her mother, and I can't remember where I have seen the picture of her mother. Anyway, long and the short, um, Eowyn was a different character in the same movie, and um, who played Eowyn? Because that actress I don't remember. Australian actress. Yes. That's how I remember. Yes. Portrayed by Miranda... Otto and Nellie Bellflower. Well, it's got to be one or the other. Oh, it's Miranda Otto. Yeah. I don't know who the one is. Oh, she must have been in the, uh, the, oh, the Return of the King. Oh, this is a different. Really? That's interesting. Anyway, yes, very pretty young lady, uh, kind of strawberry blonde, real pale. Now that I know she's Australian, that totally makes sense. So, yeah. You know, you don't know their what. You figure they filmed out in Australia, New Zealand. They probably used a, a little local help. You know, this is this brings me to the uh, the dad jokes that that keep frequenting thanks to people sharing those things, mainly you, Crutch. Oh, but oh. <laughs> <laughs> now that have there there is a whole section on gingers okay. that I did not. <laughs> Oh, ginger dad jokes! Nice. Oh my gosh, is that even a thing? So here's one of them, and they're they're wholesome. Oh well, so that's said, that's different. It says, "How how does a ginger high five? Hmm. He claps because apparently no one's a ginger's friend. And oh. I was like, that. God. And uh, when when they ran out of ginger jokes. Uh, they started making gingerbread man jokes, and they said, uh, d- "Did you did you hear which war the gingerbread man fought in?" No, it was Nom. <laughs> nom, Nom, Nom. <laughs> and and after the war, he uh he formed a band. Really? Do you know? And that band was called Limp Biscuit. <laughs> oh wow! Um, I got a good uh, ginger dad joke. Uh, two gingers are in the car. Who's driving? I don't know. The police officer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Buddy. Thank you. Buddy. But we're on. Of course. 
What? I can't believe the joke I told you earlier today that we cannot repeat on the show. Oh, no. 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 Although, I, you know, to be honest with you, I would probably go there. <laughs> oh, let's not. <laughs> oh, come on. It's actually not that bad. Go ahead. Who, me? Sure. Your no, next door neighbor's new business? Oh, oh no, we'll hear about that later. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm not and, it, and, and it was actually his joke, so I figured it was okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, we'll, we'll talk about that later. It's on, it's on the agenda because, like, we have an agenda. Yeah. You know the one we never look at as soon as we start recording. Yeah. Well, we we go to that great. Um, okay. First and foremost, all kidding aside, need to need to need to actually say this because if I don't, I'll feel really bad about myself. Okay. Normally, we we do make notes, folks, and about we like show prep and you know. We actually come up with a list of things we're going to talk about. It's awesome. Yeah. And then uh, none of that ever gets looked at. But the one thing that I have to say, because it's a little belated, but still meant from the bottom of our hearts, happy birthday to Mrs. Browning. Yay. Yeah, she we is, are pretty late on that. She is. We, well, yeah. Report, report her age in hexadecimal. That'll work. Oh, yeah, that's easy. Let's see. And X. Uh, she's 31. Yes. Happy 31st birthday, Mrs. Browning. I did do a conversion in my head to make sure we didn't have letters in it. So, yeah, I was, I was like, uh, F E? <laughs> F. Oh, my God. Holy. Yeah, that's a math joke. That's not even, that's wrong. Funny. But, but raw, yeah, I I know it could. <laughs> in hex, you can only go so high. F so, yeah, well, we, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much it, you know. I, I didn't I didn't go all the way, you know. I didn't go full retard. I only go high six. Oh my god! I finally saw that scene after so many years. As I saw it as a clip, never go so, full retard. So we can't in, say in that there. word now. The R word's almost as bad, you know. Yeah, which which came right after. Well, what? No, when uh, when he was showing his displeasure for the uh, for using that word, mm-hmm. and, and he and he hugged him. Our oh, people have suffered for, but it was like our for everything that he said. There was it was it's a it's a movie that obviously can't be done today. In fact, it's still getting that poor man in trouble, even even though no one seems to have a problem with it. It is quite surprising that you'll see a number of African-American actors and actresses who go, oh, yeah, I saw the movie. It was great. I'm like, oh, okay, well, you're good with it. I'm good with it. You know. What, Absolutely. What, what What can I possibly say? So uh, Jamie Foxx came to his uh, defense and said uh, everyone who's on his back needs to get off to it because they wanted to do uh, a movie called All-Star Weekend or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they wanted... Uh, June Downey Jr. to play a Hispanic. And he said, you know, the last time y'all convinced me to do something like this, it went really bad. And I'm still, still still, reeling from it, so I don't, I don't think it, I think I'm going to pass. Or, no, I mean, you got it. That's not going to happen. Oh, goodness, that would be, um, yeah. 
That'd be funny. You yeah, should put but, on a big glove and click at the end of the movie. Just, you know, that'd be funny. Hey, if we're going to talk about movies, did you hear about the study that came out from Arizona, from the Sheriff's Department today? The Sheriff's Department in Arizona did a study on movies? It might have been, might have been New Mexico. Uh, they're doing an investigation on uh, a movie where uh, the uh, uh, cinematographer was tragically gunned down. Uh, Alec, Alec, I didn't pull the trigger, Baldwin. But oh, that movie! You mean it? You're funny, goon. Rust. Yes. Yes. Rust. Uh, yeah, the study they examined the um, the uh, weapon. Mm-hmm. Because the only way a weapon like that can be fired without pulling the trigger is if it is defective. Right. Okay. So they pulled it all apart and examined it and put it all back together, and guess what? It's not, not defective. Nope, he pulled the trigger, which everyone knew at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, and, and honestly, I, I, don't, I don't believe, not based on any evidence, I don't think that he intended to shoot anyone. Oh, I think he did. The, yeah, evidence, the evidence shows otherwise. The day before, talk, talk, talk to me more. The day before, the uh, the person who was shot was in an argument with Mr. Baldwin because uh, she was saying how she wanted things to go, and he said, "You're not the director. I'm the one running this thing." So there was already contention. That was number one. Number two, uh, he is known to have a large temper. Number three, there were multiple live rounds within his belt, which of which he was, was doing things because while people were on breaks, they were firing at stuff. There were there were, there were many failures right. uh, going on. The armorer should never work again, for one, even when she gets out of prison, because she'll end up being the scapegoat. Well, uh, to be honest, uh, her responsibility... Oh, absolutely. Unless they so, can prove, unless they can prove that he deliberately switched them. So the thing was, the armorer never gave him that gun. So how is it her fault? The, the The chain of events from which they currently state was the armorer didn't give him the gun. He did not check the gun. So right there, there are two things that are never supposed to happen. Every time you're Given a gun, you're supposed Where, to check. Okay, so how did he get the gun if not from the armor? Uh, what the, because remember, they were not filming a scene at the time. So that is why that, that particular thing happened. Someone, yeah, they were, they were setting up a shot to look at angles and stuff like that, right? Right. It had nothing, yeah. So uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't part of the movie. Mm-hmm. He wasn't supposed to do that. So the only reason why you're going to do that is over intimidation. Or you you intend to to end someone's life? Wow. So that's and that's why they said if it turns out that this uh, gun is legitimate, uh, then this is the then it's it's going to be uh, they're going to reopen it. And the way that people keep reporting it in the news, they are acting like uh, oh they might do it. And the district attorney said. If it turns out this is the case, then that is definitely what they're going to do. Well, well, it's definite that that was the case. 
So we'll see because. But that, but that's all I read. None of the things that you just revealed were in the article that I read. Hmm. It's it. Well, if you look at the actual document, because what I was looking at was the charging documents. Uh-huh. Uh, that that gives the timelines of who touched what at what time. Because I was trying to see the chain of custody before that gun. Like they they kept blaming the the woman, and I was like. Yeah, what kind of armor does that? And then it turns out that the armor wasn't there, and I'm like, okay, well, that makes sense. And <laughs> that then explains a lot. Yeah, well, the that... fact that the armor wasn't there mm-hmm. is a problem, right? Absolutely. She's responsible for all weaponry on the set. Period. Right. You're not supposed to bring in your own stuff and all that. And if she was allowing things like that, then you know, again, you have Culpa- two choices. Culpability. Yeah, you you can either put a stop to it or you can resign. Yeah, so I cannot I cannot do my job in a safe manner if you continue to do this. I quit. Goodbye. Yep. Bye bye now. See you later. Before someone gets hurt. Right. It is too late for that. Well, that's true. And Yarmer was pretty young too, right? Well, she was yeah. she was like a kid, um, following in dad's footsteps. I think he was in the business as well. I'm sure he's thrilled with having that in his legacy. Well, I mean, it, it, all of this is a mess. And all it goes to show you is that uh, they were saying the now what you were going to see is Mr. Baldwin will come out and say just how much he hates Trump. And for every person that he gets to turn on Trump will be, you know, time served. <laughs> because that that seems to be the way justice system works now. Oh, I heard that he's being indicted for the wildfires in Maui. Uh, the, so there is a there is a meme going on right now with with him. Uh, have you seen that the picture of him in Maui with a, a like a a gas can and a light, and then <laughs> on the bottom it says "Don't care, still voting Trump." Uh, that that that's where we are. In people's hate for you, either you either hate him so much that you just you want to see him burn, or you hate the establishment so much you want to you want to see the world burn. Oh, uh, I'm not sure where I fall at this point. It sounds like somebody fell anyway. Ah, yes, the beautiful sounds of construction. What are they working on today, Mister Chief? Uh, this is a uh, uh, finishing work. Oh, very so nice. so all the all the gaps that are that are still in ceilings and stuff are getting I, I don't know thin pieces of wood that that's going to make it look pretty. I restored some baseboard when I was at uh, Goonchild's house. Oh, everybody's doing but, it to fix it, but me. It. Finishing work is not my specialty because I just went and got some finishing nails and nailed it right through the center. It's she's like, well, you can see the nails. Just paint over them, honey. <laughs> These are not finished nails. Do, do do you know what happens when when a nail hits another nail? Spark it comes. Yeah, and you know what happens when they when they bend and your hand was too close. They bend into your hand. Yes. Now. And and I didn't know how fast blood could come out of you, but I found out. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll bet, bet that hurts plenty too. 
it was my pointer finger at that. I was it's like being little, shot with a nail gun. It, it was. It reminded me you, so much of that. That that's happened to you, has it, uh, Crutch? Um, I have been shot by a BB gun. A, a, a high rate of fire BB gun. One could almost call it a machine BB gun. That's because you were launching uh, model rockets filled with gasoline. I may have set someone's eyebrows on fire. It's possible. Things happen in the heat of battle. But, you know. Really. Let, I thought I was going to get the let's not talk about who shot whom. No, that's okay. I am, I am, I am proud of my, of my apocalypse now moment. Um, what I, what I do appreciate, and and I didn't even appreciate it at the time because the movie hadn't come out yet, was if you remember in the movie Star Trek: Wrath of Khan, right? That. Yes, I remember. Thank you. Now my ears are ringing. Anyway. In that movie, Khan is... I step back from the mic just for you for that one. I appreciate that. He is uh, thinking in two dimensions. And and Kirk goes out underneath and up above and then comes in swooping behind, right? At the end, yes. At the end, right? Z minus a thousand, Mr. Sulu. Exactly. Uh, He just dropped like a rock. Okay, so I did the exact opposite because, again, the gentleman traversing after me with the machine BB gun was thinking in two dimensions. So I went up a tree and I, I spent about 45 minutes up that tree. <laughs> and I watched him and I watched him mutter. <laughs> you could hear muttering really loud when people are loudly muttering. And um, yeah, so, uh, so uh, you know, not very happy. We, we still were friends, um, you know. Um, it, it is, his eyebrows grew back. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm sure he was taking solid food within a month. No, it was just the eyebrows. I mean, the eyebrows grow back. You know, uh, does, does your mother know about you? Uh, yeah, she gave birth to me. But does she know that story? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we we have gone over the fact that we told the story. Uh, and people said, oh, I didn't know you were doing that. And so the outing has already happened. Yes, it's, 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 it's not the great secret it once was. I have many other secrets that, you know, she's 80 years. I probably should never mention because I like having her around. <laughs> you're, you're smart enough not to tell us, so we won't tell her. Well, I mean, things you do in your youth, um, you know, uh, love is a great um, incentivization for doing reckless things, you know, um, going out in horrible weather to go visit your girlfriend, you know, that kind of stuff. Exactly. I don't know about that. Uh, let's see, riding a bicycle in the middle of a snowstorm, your parents are at work, you're home alone, it's summertime, so you decide to get on your bike and try to ride through a snowstorm five miles to your girlfriend's house, yeah, that would be me. How's it summertime and yet there's a snowstorm? I'm sorry, not summertime. I was on break. It was Christmas break. Okay, I was, I was like, yeah. but, you know, <laughs> the math isn't mathing here. Sorry, my bad. Bicycle or motorcycle? Bicycle. Yikes. Dude, I was, uh, let's see. I was a freshman in high school, so 
how old are you? 15? Yeah. 14? Ninth grade? 14? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't have my license yet. Yeah. I got I'm my license when I moved to Maryland. During a terrible snowstorm, it is alleged that Hurricane and I and uh, uh, two of my friends took our snowmobiles and drove them 25 miles to get to the only open McDonald's. Well, that's a mission with a purpose. Right up the street, man. And then when we got there, the local cop tried to bust us. Are these snowmobiles registered? Sure. They're registered in New Hampshire, officer. See the sticker right there? Well, I have to call this in. All right, do you mind if we go get food while you're calling it in? Do you want anything? No, I'm fine. And uh, and I keep them registered like three years before, not then. Right. But he couldn't, he couldn't get verification, and he said, I don't want to see you driving on my street. Okay. Off you go. Do a wheelie around his car. You'll see, you'll see nothing, officer, as soon as we get through that blinding snow. He, um, he, well, at least he didn't have to tap you with his car, you know, because, because <laughs> nowadays, um, there are some very talented, uh, police officers who uh, have a, a real great ability at, um, driving their vehicle into, um, people who just need to be stopped. I don't know if you all have heard about this story. We are in Nassau County, which I believe is New York. What yeah, you, it was, it, the point, point to that. Hmm. Was that person had a gun? Yeah, they waved it yes. at everyone, including themselves. Yes, they did. They deserved to be hit with a car. Yes, I I agree. I totally agree. Yeah, but I believe Nassau County's on Long Island. Wow, Long Island. So th does that uh, does that make a difference? Just in how you pronounce it. I don't know. I haven't heard the story yet. Oh, anyway, so um, oh, you don't know it? Uh, then you haven't. I thought. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I know it. But yes. Um, as as the phrase goes, heroes don't always wear capes. Sometimes they wear badges. Uh yes. New York police praised for after a next level crazy scene unfolded. Woman waving a gun in the middle of a busy intersection, and by busy I mean uh people at all four corners and some of them filming. Thankfully, they actually have a. A, uh, a, uh, a link that I will provide in the show notes so that you too can watch this amazing level of car manipulation and subsequent and the, person manipulation via car. And the guy is giving commentary. Now, if a person is waving a gun, I'm not going to sit there recording going like, man, this is crazy. But in the open, not, not behind cover or anything, apparently it is common enough that the person is just going to sit there and record the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I understand that you know, if you were, if you were, you know, if this was a, a video attached to your vehicle, so it's just running all the time because a lot of people do that, you know, it sends the stuff. But this is a dude holding his phone, which means he's following the action. And I'm thinking to myself, shouldn't you be, I don't know, throwing that bad boy in reverse, ducking down? She's got a gun. Mm -hmm. She was yeah, in the general direction at least once in the video. Um, and yeah, or, or yeah, or, or get out of your car and uh, run, keeping the car between you and the shooter. <laughs> Just, but no. Uh, and thankfully, uh, we uh, we do have a good sample of video. Um, so it turns out uh, the woman, 33 years old, and um, 
apparently was having some mental ill issues and um oh really you think i'm 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 that i'm not a professional i don't profess to be a professional but i think she was having some issues as she's walking through the intersection and then you can see that she sees something and she's holding the gun near her head and then she sees something and she starts to back away and out of the blue comes mr popo and he just he just dinged her he didn't run her over he just dinged her but he dinged her enough to stun her gun out of her hand she's down on her knees people swoop in and i hope to god she gets all the help she needs and i'm glad nobody got shot but you know if somebody really needed to be pinged by a car it was this lady in this mm-hmm. moment that, that was it that was it yeah belmore new york nassau county good on them yeah well yeah when i was that uh, snowmobile incident happened in connecticut so uh, based on the article you sent out, I guess I see why I almost got a ticket. Ah, yeah, that was that was very weird. Um, so this is something I found when I was just randomly looking at stuff for the show. And apparently, um, Connecticut cops have been handing out fake traffic tickets. And, and not just a few kids, <laughs> like 60,000 fake traffic tickets. And I guess by fake, I mean, well, I have to read the rest of the article, but were they actually handing them out or just writing in in that I stopped somebody? I can't remember if they were actual tickets or it was just the recording of tickets. It's falsified records. It is. I don't, I don't think they're real tickets. I think they. Right. They, that's right. They were unable to corroborate all the stops. Right. So it's like they cooked the books. They cooked the for the statistics gatherers. Right. And I know you all will be shocked when they found out, when you find out that the majority of the fake tickets were for supposed Caucasian drivers. Why would somebody want to do this? Please tell me. Uh, to make white drivers look bad or worse than they are. In order to I wouldn't make... think that would actually be necessary, though, would you? I, you know, okay, so we all know that there are a plethora of stereotypes on various ethnicities and their driving abilities. Frankly, being sucky at driving is probably the most egalitarian thing humans do, okay? You can be young, old, rich, poor, black, white, brown, yellow, uh, gay, straight, non-binary, odds are you're going to suck at driving because most people suck at driving. I suck at driving, okay? I mean, I haven't had an accident in a while, thank God, you know, but probably only by the grace of God. At least according to my car, which narks on me to Ford. Uh, <laughs> I've been described as an enthusiastic driver by my car. How's that? <clears throat> wow, you got to love that. Well, I was just in the shop and they said, yes, you're probably going to need your uh, new brakes within like the next time you come in for an oil change. And I said, uh, are they wearing okay? And they said, well, they're wearing as well as can be expected given your enthusiastic driving style. And I went, oh, <laughs> and in my head, I'm saying something you, something you, something you to my car. Um, golly. Golly, you. Golly. Golly, I said in my head. 
Didn't you tell your car what happens to snitches? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to know what happened to the avalanche? Like, you know, just say. That was that was sold. You know, Kenny. Okay, okay so that's that's how you want to do it. You clinking, clattering pile of scrap. But I only have one pile of scrap. How are your cars? Good. Yeah. Thanks for asking. Uh, let's see. Uh, three of them are running. That's that's a good. That's well, you're batting seven fifty. And I and I was really happy because while I was in far western Maryland, mm -hmm. uh, which I guess we're gonna have to start using that that uh, uh, notation again since apparently COVID is on the rise. But I digress. Uh, <laughs> um, the you know I've been having trouble with the wheel center. But the sensor doesn't stay broken long enough for me to figure out which one it is, and I don't want to replace all four because it's expensive. Sandy, so do, when you when you get the low tire pressure, does it tell you which tire? Yes, but the wheel sensor it just says you don't have anti-lock brakes and a couple other things. And I go okay. I'll go grab the code out of the computer once I get home, and I'll drive from, it'll, it'll say, happen at work. And by the time I get home, it's cleared itself, and it does not apparently feel it's important enough to store this information. It just kills me because, you know, you, they put a sensor on all four tires, and then they, they literally twist tie the four wires together and put it on one pin and says, well, some bad stuff happened, you know? And I'm thinking to yep. myself, what right. killed you would have killed you for three more solder points and two more bits. You know, just kidding. Can you give me a little bit? Right, left, right, front, back. What? Yeah. You know, a little bit of no wire would have been nice. Yes, yes. Just crazy. I don't know. There's something like eight miles of wire in that car anyway. So, All right, the extra eleven feet. Come on. Andy, what I don't get is uh. You know how normally the the more you pay for a car, the more features you're supposed to get, so that you can get these. Okay. Well, well, I can I can state for the record that my uh, my beloved mother, number one fan, uh, she drives a Lincoln, and uh, when she gets some low tire pressure, it tells her which tire. Yeah, um, on her screen, if somebody is not um, got their seatbelt on, it brings up a little display and shows exactly which one of us. Yeah, Goon Child Kyle will do that as well. Narc. And do you know what else it does? What? If I, I kept forgetting to lock her car because I thought for the first couple of days I was there that it has one of those no keyless starts. Uh-huh. And I thought when I walk away, it would lock. <laughs> and she would call me, go, Mike, she would be at her house, and she would call me and say, the app just told me that you didn't lock the car. And you want me to trust, you want me to trust AI? Uh-huh. No. Hey, well, Crutch might be trusting AI soon. Oh, so exciting. Trusting it to work with my boss and, and covering our butts on the security front. Yeah, we might yeah. get a sponsor. Hey, there's an idea. Chief. I mean, hey, look, I do what I can, okay? <laughs> I mean, you're already doing their commercials, right? Yeah, but I, I get paid for those, so, you know, there's a, there's a difference. Well, that's what I'm saying is you're running commercial on our show. 
they pay us. Oh, yeah, uh, but, I'm sorry, but then they would be paying you. I get it. I get it. No, that's understand. No problem. I understand. If they if they hear the goon, then I might be out of a job. You know, I, I know those dulcet yeah. tunes. Just don't want them to listen to the show. Yeah, I don't, I'm not part of SAG or anything, so, you know. Are you part of SAG, uh, Goon? I am not. Okay. Because I guess I'd be on strike right now if I was. <laughs> How would we know? It's I, true. I keep forgetting the fact that they are on strike. There's so little on television that's worth watching. Truly. Truly, truly. Here's the thing is you stopped writing and no one misses you and the the apocalypse continues to uh, get rid of people who are on strike. Just like, you, again, just like you did the last time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and I feel bad because, as we discussed, they're striking for money that isn't there. Right. They think that there's this pot of gold and it ain't there. It, it's it's, a, not it's there. a pot. It's a pot, but that ain't gold. The uh, the thing that kills me is, um, you know, they've got this, this already we know it's going to be a train wreck, live action remake, reimagination, whatever you want to call it, of Snow White and the not Seven Dwarfs anymore. And the lead actress is, is on a one-woman chilling spree of anybody who's going to want to watch this movie. Every time she does an interview, she badmouths the original material. She basically says that characters that are not in our movie, that were in the original movie, are, you know, creepy stalker characters, so we're not going to have that. And um, and I don't know who the audience is. I'm trying to figure out who, who she's playing this audience to. And then I realized she's the same one who killed West Side Story. And I went, oh. so she has, a, she has a goal in life. Destroy well, all of the classics. Well, I hear... That uh, she may become the next uh, unfortunate casualty of the Bopocalypse. Uh, you know, that might be the best move they can make. hes I think he's decided that that movie no longer has a green light. Yes, so so uh, so Snow White is going to be red? Red-lined? We already have a Snow White. We don't need another one. Yeah, that's just... Oh, I mean, 1938, first movie, full-length movie animation. Movie mm -hmm. won an Oscar for the animation, okay? People don't realize how that movie was made. Live acting, live-action actors acted out all the parts, and then the animators did it frame by frame based on that live-action. That's why it's smooth right. and flowing like it is. Hand-painted cells. Hand-painted cells. 24 per second, correct? I believe that's right, yeah. 24 frames for old movies, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a lot of work, and you're sitting there wee-weeing on that work. And and uh, they used uh, an invention of Mr. Disney's called the multi-layer camera, I believe. Oh, to get that 3D layering effect? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he developed the camera that does that. And, and that meant, you know, more than one cell per frame. Right. Exactly. But, hey, you know, she's 26. She knows everything. Of course she does. Bless, Bless her heart. heart. 
Uh, we beat the one Texan to the line. There you go. We did it. Well, look, look you guys were on a roll. I wasn't going to steal your thumb here. Yeah. By the way, uh, speaking of Texas, Chief, Goulchild has informed me of something that is going to be a mere two hours from her home. Something that we don't that we don't have in uh, uh, in uh, our part of Maryland, uh, Crutch Freedom. What what would be what would be a cause of joy for you and I? We'd go to the grand opening. I know we would barbecue. Oh no! Oh my God! Bucky's, Bucky's coming to Dayton, Ohio. I feel bereft of all the goodness in the universe because Bucky's won't come to Maryland. Maybe we need to go to the grand opening. No, you know what we need to do? We need to get on to that website. What's the website you wanted me to sign up that... that um, Change.org. Change.org. I want to start a, a petition to have Bucky's in Maryland. So, um, yes, uh, you, did you go look at the petition I sent you? Uh, no, I haven't. We we lost the internet while I was... No, no. Of course you didn't. I, I know why. Yes. Chief, I, do you know what the petition was for? Probably something racial. Yes, there's a group. There's a group that wishes to restore the name of the honored Washington football team to the Redskins, and they are in fact Native, Native Americans. It's a Native American group who said we got a lot of good publicity out of our long association with the football team, and we'd like it to go back. It's a proud tradition. They would always check on things with us to make sure they weren't being offensive, and we'd like to see them back. It was dumb to change them. Let's go back. They have 105,000 signatures. They do. Including mine. But apparently not our colleagues, Chief. Well, a little says I'm now your, looking for Your it. comment? Yeah, excuse me, sir. It's not your turn to talk. <laughs> the chair does not recognize Crutch. When does the chair ever recognize Crutch? <laughs> you haven't seen me in a while. I put on a few pounds, you know, just... Say it. Uh, I, not, not that chair. <laughs> oh, yeah. My chair just screams every time I sit in it. That's all. I, they don't I have wonder. a search on this page. How the heck is that even a thing? Look, when now that uh, Microsoft has, has put a GPT in for, for development. Mm hmm. There are no more excuses. Exactly. Like, like there's honestly, it is, it is, it is now a crime. The way that I was able to open up and say, I want this written in Python, and it said, uh, it shall be done, and then I had code, and I was like, wow, I don't even need to think anymore. You know, you know what you want it to do. Some guy wanted his error message to be written in pirate speak, and the thing came up with. Are there's a problem with your code here? <laughs> Avast ye scurvy dogs. It can be done. Anything can be done. And so I I really wonder what will happen when uh it gets advanced enough mm -hmm. that us devs or us former devs. But I mean it's already got the uh, like I know this is kinda old. But there was a, someone did a AI rendition of Drake and the Weeknd mm -hmm. called, you know, called uh, Heart on My Sleeve. 
and and I was listening to a another rapper who was critiquing it. And he said, when the AI song is better than the last album that the actual artist made, you got to start wondering right. what's, what's going to happen. And it was a clean song. So I knew that obviously he had nothing to do with it. <laughs> you know, the, the lyrics made sense. Right. It, it had a, it, it wasn't about how, how much money he had or how many uh, women he had been with. So I was like, what is this even doing here? Right. And that's when I realized it wasn't him. I was hmm. like, well now, this is now one of my uh, most, my favorite song from his, even though he had nothing to do with it. <laughs> well, that's even more fun. Come on. Yeah. So I, I can just imagine one day I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to get an ad on my phone or something, and it's going to be my voice. And I'm like, wait a minute, I, I know I didn't do this. <laughs> Hi, it's you reminding you that you should buy this product. Didn't you just have a uh, an adpocalypse crutch? Oh, yes. Uh, I am now officially boycotting LinkedIn because apparently, um, apparently I had to change some settings, but I did not know these settings existed. And uh, I started getting these emails you have a message in LinkedIn. Now, there are some people who I only know through work and they only have contact with me through LinkedIn, which is fine. Okay. So when somebody sends you a message through LinkedIn, you go, oh, okay, well, you know, maybe it's one of these people and hey, you never know. Somebody's got some side gig work. Um, you know, I'm there. Right. Okay. So I get in logged into LinkedIn, LinkedIn, which I don't normally do, but I did. Okay. And I bring up the, this, this message. The message is an end. Yeah, <laughs> and I went. Gotcha. You guys, you guys are now pushing ads through my email, and I went. This will stop now. So I changed all the settings so that the only way it could push is through the app, and then I uninstalled the app. <laughs> so, as far as I'm concerned, LinkedIn is dead. That's how you do it. Because you can't completely turn it off. I said, well, you can always go through the app. And then I install the app. And, you know, because I have an agreement, you know, if you don't do stupid stuff, I will, I will, uh, I will suffer you. I will not suffer you if you do stuff, stupid stuff. They got their one chance and they chose stupidity. They chose poorly. They right? chose poorly. I feel like that old guy in the chain mail. They chose poorly. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. Well, folks, uh, it's been it's been a, a very exciting uh, week uh, so far. Um, as soon as Saturday gets done, I'll be able to give you some more information about the uh, current funding games I'm dealing with. Uh, that's always real joy. <clears throat> it's topical because I think a lot of people are thinking about this particular topic going to give anything away you'll have to wait till monday but we will be back monday i hope to be uh be doing another show with these fine gentlemen on monday uh with good god willing that we're all still here and good nice and healthy thank you very much for once again listening to us we really appreciate it, it truly is cheaper than therapy and we we honest to god love the fact that you're out there wherever you are 
Don't go away just yet. Please, take a moment. Listen to the dulcet tones of the one and only goon as he lists the wonderful sponsors for this evening's show. Tonight's episode brought to you in part by CPF Captain Doug says time is running out. Contribute to the Doug doesn't need to be fixed because he isn't broken. Go fund Doug campaign. Tomorrow is the day. Please give generously now. And Dad's all-purpose repair service. Vehicle care, lawn maintenance, household modifications. Dad comes to your house, eats your food, and fixes your stuff. Cheap rates, bad jokes. Dad's all-purpose repair service. And Goon's Neighbor Menachem has a new coffee shop. Get your espresso lattes and plain old cup of joe at Hebrews, where the chosen coffee drinkers dine. Hebrews, wear a hat. Swimming with the Fish is produced by Happy Pole, LLC. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved.